overcome the one inch tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Rough Cut Retrospective. It's the Jordan episode, episode 23. We are shooting threes and doing basketball. Um, and I'm Carter, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Scotty Pippen, to my Michael Jordan. He's underpaid. It's Jackson Mahuron. Basketball is my favorite sport. Ooh. I like the way you dribble up and down the court. Ooh. Ooh. Hello, everyone. That was nice. Do you think people are <laughs> going to think this is now our basketball episode? Because it's not. This is not a basketball <laughs> episode. <laughs> it's, it's not anything of that sort this week. Um, Just the 23rd episode. Yeah. But uh, I guess here's here's the the great segue I've just made <laughs> for it, Jackson. Okay. Um, there's a lot of uh, I don't know if you've seen, but there's a lot of Asian hate going on in the NBA right now. Uh, I don't That's know if true. you saw that. Um, and we just happened to this week be talking about the the Asian hate trend that's going on right now, and uh, it's gonna seem like a heavy episode, but it's not really. We're gonna we're gonna uplift Asian voices this episode, and we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about. Our favorite Asian projects, whether they're Asian produced, Asian directed, Asian cast led, all that jazz. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna share some lovely our top fives each of us this week. Uh, I'm it's excited. Gonna, it's gonna be great. Um, and we're not talking about Snyder Cut this week. Sorry if you came back for part two. It's it's not sorry. Happening. Sorry. Not happening. Um, but Complain yeah, about it for three years maybe, and then uh, yeah. maybe you'll get a part two. You'll get the rough cut. Uh, cut the rough cut. Cut there it is. Nice. I like it. Um, but uh, we're going to get to all the all that later. But, Jackson, should we just dive in and just get the ball rolling here? Let's do it. Incredible. Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. What are you into this week, Jackson? Well, uh, this week I am into a couple different things. For the very first time uh, for class, I had to watch... A scary movie. Ooh. Um, I watched Midsummer, and that movie is okay. freaky. Yeah. Makes me uh, very weary of white people in general. Not a fan. <laughs> no thanks. Not a fan of white uh, people. It was, it was really good. Um, really cool talks of, uh, you know, grief and cults and fascism. Mm-hmm. It's a wild ride. It's very fun. It's very Have you wild. Seen it? Yeah, I don't think I've seen it since theaters. I saw it in theaters. Um, I could not watch that in theaters. Ooh, it was a wild ride <laughs> um, because I saw because it's the same direct. Ari Aster's the director, so it's mm-hmm. the same director of Hereditary, which I also saw in the theaters, and each experience was just as wacky as the last. Um, it was a blast. I had a blast of a time. It it makes you feel really uncomfortable in the theater, and it's great. I love movies that do that, and boy, did it do that. So yeah. It definitely it. did. <laughs> and you got to discuss it with all your, your film class and stuff. So I bet that was... Yeah, it was nice. That was it made lit. me appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just made my skin crawl in general. Um, but the conversation made me feel a little bit uh, more understanding of it and made me more appre- like appreciate it more in general. Which is why talking about movies is just like a good thing, you know? This is true. One of the scenes of that movie... That sticks out to me is like when they do they do like shrooms or something they do something. Oh yeah, they are constantly uh, on psychedelics. Yeah, for that I, movie. I love the first time when they're in the field and just like the filmmaking there. This is gonna be my film nerd 
blowout here. Yeah, but go like, for it. The way like the cinematography is in that scene is just like, oh, yes. It's so psychedelic and it's so cool. And uh, Florence Pugh, I love her. That's all. Oh, yeah. We know you do. Thank you. <laughs> She's think, really good in this. This is the first time I've like seen her in something, I think. So I, th- I liked her a lot. I think that was my introduction to her, um, to the love of my life. So so that was great. That was good for me. <laughs> we love that. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Is that all, you, is that all you're and, into? Got no, more? I have one more. Uh, I'm really into uh, Invincible, which is the yeah. uh, Robert Kirkman comic turned Amazon Prime series of a really fun superhero show that's just like just great i don't know have you seen it i haven't you suggested it last week though right yeah i did and i'm loving it it's it's been a blast steven yun stars with like again just like an absolutely stacked cast like sandra oh jk simmons um oh god there's so many i can't even like of course i'm blanking on them right now there's like (laughs) Like Mark Hamill's in it. Oh wow! Um, Mahershala Ali is in it. Oh, it's a stacked uh, cast. Oh, God, Walton Goggins is in it. I know that's not like. A oh, huge I love thing, Walton like, Goggins. I like him. He's great. Um, uh, oh, uh, Jason Manzukis, Julian wow. Jacobs. There's a lot of people in this. Uh, Zachary Quinto. Jeez. Like almost every single character is played by somebody famous, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Seth that's Rogen's crazy. in it. Um, <laughs> that, that sounded really good. Actually. Yeah, it's it's a blast of a show. Awesome. I really enjoy it. How many episodes and, uh, is it? Check it out. So far, they've done a th- they did a three episode initial release, and then they're gonna do weekly after that. Oh, I'm gonna hop um, on that. That's nothing. It's good. It's really good, and the episodes are 45 minutes long. Oh, that's fun. Um, they're heavy, like and like they cover a lot of stuff. It's really fun. That's Definitely a- worth uh, checking out. Yeah, it's something I can just throw on in bed and just. Watch that, then go to Betty Bye. And because it's on uh, Amazon Prime, like you get the X-ray feature, which for this show especially is fun because you're just like, "Oh, who's this?" And you're like, "What?" Oh, everyone's yeah. in this. That's true. So wow. yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a watch. Yeah, do it. It's fun. Love it. What about um, you, Carter? What are you into this week? So this week, uh, I'm gonna mention it up front. Uh, since we're going to talk about Asian uh, films later, I'm going to mention this so I won't talk about it later, but I want to shout my praises to the mountaintops for Minari, uh, which I finally got to watch. Yay. Uh, um, It was great. I was waiting. I didn't know when I was going to see this because it wasn't anywhere for free um, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't in theaters anywhere. Um, But I'm down in Florida for a little bit seeing my grandparents who are vaccinated and we're hanging out down here so they were like hey is there a movie you guys want to watch and i was like well there's this movie called minari and so we watched it and before i was like guys are you okay with subtitles and they were like bet let's do it so um i should probably say what minari is huh so yeah go for it so minari is a, a new film nominated for i think six Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Actor for my guy, Steven Yeun. Um, represent? Represent. Um, we love I think, him. I think actress in a supporting role, too. Uh, but anyway, um, lots of things. Um, but it's about a Korean-American family who moves to Arkansas uh, to search for, like, you know, their own version of the American dream. And they encounter some challenges of this new life kind of in the Arkansas area being farmers and things and they discover some resilience with their family and what really makes a home how about that um but yeah this is was 
very well done. It was very much worth the money that my grandparents paid and I didn't pay. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks good. I just wasn't ready to drop 20 bucks on it yet. Yeah, unfortunately. That's, that's totally fair. But it's uh, it's very good and very moving and very funny. It's like it's like just a very good balance of everything. It's uh, well, that's it's, good. It's well done. And the trend now, it seems, Jackson, I was doing a little little research on the old interwebs. Okay. And it seems like almost confirmed that Nomadland is like the best picture frontrunner this year. But, really? okay. but there is some sneaky talk that Minari might sneak in. Um, really? Ooh, okay. I need to give it a, I still need to give all of those a watch, but Minari I'm especially excited for. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see if, cause obviously, you know, we just did this parasite just did that two years ago. So uh, maybe there'll be a, if there's a Minari moment right after the parasite moment, that would be pretty bonkers. So, that would be cool. So, so yeah, Minari, check that out. Um, if you want to spend like the 20 bucks on Amazon prime or whatever, that's what we did. It was a lovely experience. Um, and yeah, just a very moving movie, or you can wait and go see it in the theaters. If, if that's, if that's what you're feeling, Oscars are not for another month. So you're a, okay. You got time. Yeah. I'm a little pressed, but I just wanted to wait in until I at least had someone in the room who wanted to split it with me, you know? Yeah. 20 bucks for just myself felt pretty stiff. Yeah. I totally, totally respect your decision, sir. Um, yes, that was, that's what I'm into. And a Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, very, very quickly. Just the second episode was way better than the first. Yeah. Oh, it it really was. I totally forgot. Uh, so much has happened this week. Wow. Yeah. Lots of stuff happened this week. It talked way more about black issues than I thought it Disney ever like had the balls to do, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I was really surprised. (laughs) Yeah. Like after watching the first episode, I was like, wow, this is going to be probably just some like army, like pro army, like propaganda funded Mm -hmm. type stuff, which is like, you know, sometimes it's entertaining in a movie and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but the second episode got me way more excited. Um, yeah. For everything. I don't know. It's going to be really cool. Definitely. Definitely agree. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what I was into this week. Beautiful. Look at us watching things. Look at us. Wonderful. Uh, Jackson, want to dive into our next uh, talking point for us, sir? News flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You think you're too cool for school, but I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. Ah, ah, ah. So I've got three. You've got two, right? Two little news uh-huh. stories. I bet we got some of the similar ones, maybe. Wonderful. Maybe. Should I should I start since I have three, and we'll just see what happens? How about I start? Okay. And if you have if you have the same one, then we both have two. You're just so good at math. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Because then if we have the same one, I only have one, and you have three. That's that's, that's why I Come keep on. you around. And I know we have the same one. Okay. Oh, okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. Hit so, me. headline number one: mm-hmm. Netflix makes. Dang it! Do you have the same one? Probably. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> Netflix makes four hundred million dollar deal with Ryan Johnson to make Knives Out two and three. Yup. 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 Let's go. I don't. I, is this a good thing? I think this is like a good thing, right? Here's my only qualm with it. Right. Yeah. And it's a very nitpicky thing. Um, so Netflix is buying this, um, the sequels and Daniel Craig is returning. Yes, he is. Um, that's all we know. Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig are coming back. 
But this just means that we won't get to see these movies in theaters, I think. That's true. So yeah, that's probably. my only that's my only bummer, and that's not a big bummer. It still means I get to watch Knives Out two and three because like Knives Out, if you don't know, is like top two hundred movie for me. So I love that movie, and if we get to see more of them, I'm all in on that. What if there was a way to do like a theatrical screening, and all you have to do is like sign in with like uh, you just have to reserve tickets on your account through Netflix so it's like free mm. then it like provides business to um, you know like the movie theater and stuff do you think this could be the future of movie theaters in 2021 that could be cool I would honestly really like that because like I think especially with Knives Out there's so many fun details that blowing it up on a huge screen makes it like way more enjoyable yeah even though it's like typically not like a crazy action packed movie but yeah something like that could be really fun yeah, I'm into that. Ah, I for sure, I for sure partake in that. That would, I mean, the movie theaters need to to fix their model. I mean, that much is clear in 2021, yeah. or else they're going to the wayside. So, yeah. I also don't know what 400 million dollar deal means. Does that mean like Ryan Johnson gets that, or does that mean like that's what he's getting paid plus the rights for it, or is it just for the rights? Like, does that um, factor into budget? Like, I don't know how that works, but. I was probably all is probably all goes into budget. I would say mostly. I'm sure that some of that money is going to to Ryan Johnson, but Netflix has those yeah. unlimited funds, you know, so they're gonna throw whatever they want at this. I think so. I would really love for us to do a Knives Out review, like where we go back and talk about it, and then pitch a Knives cast for the next one. Yeah, let's do that. Because the ensemble cast was so much fun for Knives Out. Let's personally. do a Knives like, Out I retrospective. I'm in on that. Heck yeah, man. Cool. S- sweet. And that's our episode. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, Wonderful. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's my headline. I think yep. that's pretty cool, but could be weird, but maybe they do theatrical releases anyways. Yeah. Yeah. What's I, your headline, Carter? I concur. So that was one of mine. Um, so well done there. Um, Figures. Yeah, jeez. My second headline then, or I guess my first technically, oops. Um, So the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, uh, they announced their full cast uh, on Twitter. Um, so yeah, you sent this to me, I think. Or maybe Davey did. Uh, Davey did, One definitely. of you guys did. Davey did. Um, but I just wanted to note a few things about it. Um, very quickly, we knew that we were getting Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen coming back, um, to play Obi-Wan and Hayden, or Hayden Christian, then Darth Vader, respectfully. Um, but we're also getting Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace to reprise their roles as, you guessed it, Owen Lars and Aunt Beru, baby. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I just realized seconds before you said that, cause like before, whenever Davey sent that message, I was like, oh, Joel Edgerton's so good. Like, he'll do great. And I was like, then, like, literally 10 seconds ago, I was like, wait, he was already in the prequels. Like, <laughs> he's just coming back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully they give him more stuff to do. He didn't really do, do. do much he's in the He's such a good actor. He is. And he's a good but director, also he's, like, too. considerably older, um, yeah. which is interesting. But I don't know. Maybe we'll see, like, a, like a, I don't know, 
the 10 year old Luke or something. That could be interesting. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It's Mark Hamill doing uh, the, the motion performance. <laughs> the mocap. They DH no. him. <laughs> no, this is where they finally put Sebastian Stan in the role. Oh, <laughs> okay. Perfect. He's <laughs> just like, year old Luke. he puts shoes on his <laughs> knees and just is walking around <laughs> on his knees. Oh man. Wonderful. Um, but also, uh, just a couple names that, people will know that I just want to throw out there four names that are going to be attached to this as well. Um, Kumail Nanjiani, our boy is going to be in the mix there. Um, don't know what he's doing, but he's there. O'Shea Jackson jr. Uh, that's ice cube's son. Uh, he played ice cube. Yeah. He's great. And he's in one of the Kong movies or one of the Godzilla movies. One of those. Oh yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen them yet, but I think he's in, isn't he a lot? Have you, did you see long shot? That Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron movie? No, I haven't. Is oh, that one good? He's in that. Yeah, it's good. It's oh, a very cool. underrated movie. It kind of went under the radar. Um, Sung Kang, the Fast and Furious guy. He's the Tokyo Drift guy as well. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I only know that because I just watched those movies very recently <laughs> for the first time. So Cool. And then uh, Benny Safdie, baby, of Safdie Brothers fame. Uh, he's also going oh, to be Oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Okay, so he's like acting in it? Yeah, um, I don't know if you've seen. Did you see Good Time? Have you seen Good Time? I haven't seen Good Time yet. No, I want to. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's one of their directed. Movies. Yeah, he has a he, role in that. He, yeah, he plays Robert Pattinson's brother in that. Um, Weird. So yeah, he like okay. acts too. So, so yeah, that, he's a pretty good cool. actor. So does he yeah. show up in Uncut Gems at all? Uh, I don't believe so. No, okay. not not off, not that I can remember, but maybe. Huh. I don't know. Cool. But yeah, so I'm amped for that. And bummer here, guys. I know what you're thinking. Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks in the prequels, confirmed he's not returning. Um, bummer. Sad. I feel bad. Sorry. Um, so no Jar Jar. Or at least that's what they want us to think. They're they're pulling the wool over. <laughs> we'll our get eyes, a cameo. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he'll Ob- save Obi Wan's life. Yeah. You and lied for years that there was an Obi Wan series happening. So maybe <laughs> Ahmed Best has been lying for decades. <laughs> And this will be just a great comeuppance. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Obi-Wan series. No one really knows cool. when. I think they're starting production this year. So, that'll probably come out, I would say, 2022, probably. So, that'll be fun. Nice. Yeet. That was my headline. Um, nice. And then my final uh, little headline for us, It's I don't have much to go off of other than just this little thing, but... Um, Hot off Oscar nomination for Minari, Stephen Yun is in talks to join Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya in Jordan Peele's new horror movie. Oh, bet. I didn't know this. Which is just kind of sick. I don't know. We love Stephen Yun. Got to give him credit. He's getting... And we love Daniel Kaluuya. Kiki Palmer's cool, too. I haven't seen her in anything recently. True Jackson VP, of course. Uh, And Akilah and the Bee. Mm. Uh, Those are the only two things that I know her from. And that... uh, that meme where she's like, I have no idea who this is. Um, those great are the meme. only things I know her from, but she's great. Um, she was in, so that could be fun. She was in Hustlers. Uh, that's the last performance I that I remember Hustlers. her in. Pretty good. Um, yeah, you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be, that's lit. I didn't know that. That's a good cast, though. And, there's, you know, Jordan Peele's great. So. There's no, uh, like, s- plot or anything released with that yet, is there? No, nothing yet, no. I don't think. That's still pretty hype. That's exciting. Did Jordan Peele, like, he produced this movie called Candyman, like a reboot. Did that ever come out? I don't know if it came out. If it came out, I just completely missed it. But maybe it got pushed maybe back. Maybe they put it on hold. Okay. 
Yeah, maybe that's not a thing yet. Uh, maybe it came and went. I don't know. Maybe it went straight to VOD. Huh. But yeah, he produced it. Cool. Okay. So I don't know. Sweet. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's my little headline. Okay. You got. Here's my last headline. Um, HBO has signed a deal with. Do you know who? You want to take a stab? Uh, signed a deal with blank. I'm gonna guess it's. Ryan Johnson making Knives Out 2 oh, and 3. What a twist. Uh, no, you're close. <laughs> He's playing you're, both sides. You're very close. Um, okay, what is it? With George R.R. R. Martin. Remember that guy? Of Game of Thrones fame? Yep, 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 yep. yep Interesting. Yep. Um, that will see him produce proga- programming for the network for the next five years. Um, what? So okay. there's a lot of Game of Thrones uh, spinoffs happening, so okay. I'm so that's assuming, what they're gonna do. Yeah, so I'm assuming he's just gonna he's gonna man those. Um, but here's my here's my pushback on this, Jackson. Okay, is that George R. R. Martin historically not very good at getting things done in an efficient manner? <laughs> um, he, has he finished the the last book yet? I don't for Game think of so. No. Um, <laughs> Which is why some would argue that the last season of Game of Thrones kind of jumped the shark because they didn't have any source material to go off of. Yeah. Um, but oh, also I'm concerned because like George R. R. Martin like told his son a while ago like the ending of the book just in case he died so he could write it. Yeah, people thought he was going to die before he finished it too. <laughs> which which begs the question, we're going to hang on to this guy. All, all the power to him, all respect to him, but we're going to yeah, hang on to him for, for him. five more years. In the, the hopes the life that insurance policy must have been pretty big. Man, you might be right. Him. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's interesting. What do you know? What spinoffs they're doing? They're the only one that I know of for sure is like has to do with like the Targaryens before like the fall of the like Aegar Targaryen yeah. and all that. I don't know if you okay know any of yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's all that I know yeah. of. It's like the Age of the Dragons or whatever. But that's I don't fine, know. I guess. We'll we'll see. I'm not. <laughs> super looking forward to it or not looking forward to it in particular. I'm just, it's going to happen. That's where I'm sitting with it. So, so yeah. I think Game of Thrones is okay. Oh, man. I loved when I was binging it, but the eighth season just oh, made well, it the whole journey just kind of meh. Yeah, I agree. Having watched it, well, I watched it in real time. So, the journey was I watched was it in incredible. a month and a half. Incredible stuff from you right there. Holy cow. Um, that's a lot of episodes. It is. Um, but yeah, I watched it in real time, and it was a heck of a journey for seven years, and then that last season was just a little, oh. So, yeah. Anyway, George, you, you wrote good books. Finish the book and then produce these. Do them well. Awesome. That's our newsy news. Uh, so we are going to do a, a quick ad and then we will be right back to talk about our main segment. Ads. Ads. Okay, we're back. We're back for the main shaboosh, the main entree, if you will. Um, Jackson? The main shaboosh. Yeah, does that, does that sound good to you? <laughs> yeah. I just created I love that. It. The main shaboosh. Um. I can't tell. What do you think? Is this a my precious or is this a let's talk? What do you want to talk about? What is it? A little bit of both. 
I say it's a little bit of both. I say you just mix both of the sound bites together oh, and we just incredible. we just rock with it. <laughs> I'll I'll do something incredible right here. <laughs> Let's talk. What do you want to talk about? Great. Um, yeah, we just wanted to talk about some of our favorite uh, Asian stories and uh, just because of all of the, uh, you know, uh, hateful rhetoric going around towards Asian people. Thank you, Mr. Donald Trump, for calling it the China virus. Shout out. And literally causing a spike in hate crimes, you monster. Um, <laughs> Come on the pod. God, it's Don't actually. It's terrible. We don't want you um, here. Yeah. Can I... Uh, um, and on top of that, we had that, like, uh, pretty terrible, like, mass shooting thing. Yep. Not good, you know? They're, like... W- who would have thought in a year-long COVID pandemic where the president is constantly blaming it on China mm-hmm. that uh, there would be weird and terrible rhetoric towards uh, Asian people? Who would have thought Dude, you know, who that that would have had it? any negative effects? Pretty stupid. So, yeah. Um, we just wanted to talk about some really good stories, especially with Minari coming out. You know, like yeah. There's some really good stuff that's worth checking out that have people that aren't white in it, you know? So yeah, and we're yeah, all about uh, we're all about art here, and we want to uh, yeah. let you guys into things that you may not uh, may not know about, you know, or maybe you do. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, spread your wings, spread your horizons, and check out some some new stuff. And we'll start with Asian Asian things because Asian art and Asian movies are good. Turns out, who would have thought? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do our top fives, right, Jackson? That's what we're gonna do here. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so who wants to start? You want to start? I want to start. Who wants to start? You can start if you want. Okay. I'll start. So I first want to, so making this list, Jackson, I didn't want to pick like, just like my top five favorite, like Asian Mm -hmm. movies. I wanted to try and get the broad spectrum of all the, all the tastes of, of Asian culture and movies. So my first one is a kind of a combination of two but it's one genre that I'd like to cover real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're taking an interesting approach, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I wanted to think outside the box, if you will. So okay, cool. So my first area, I suppose, of top five Asian movies, I want to just discuss briefly Asian horror movies, which Ooh, are okay. some of the best horror movies made, and I want to use... Uh, two movies to kind of open the doors here. One, I don't know if you've seen it, is Train to Busan. Um, I tried to watch it today. Did you really? It was it was behind a paywall, so I didn't end up watching it. Um, oh, I was going to. That's tough. And then, because uh, it used to be on Netflix for free, and I was like, ooh, I'll check it out. Yeah, and that's where I it watched was not it. Available. Um, nice. So I watched Train to Train to Busan 2016 is a zombie movie. Yeah. And that is a uh, that's a South Korean film. Um, and then the other one is um, Juon the Grudge from 2002. Ooh, okay, which yeah. Which is a Japanese film, and that's kind of more of the spirit horror. Mm-hmm. And the other one is just the zombie horror. And I think that, uh, I don't think anyone does it better than Asian culture. They know how to make a scary, on one <laughs> side, a really scary, like, unnerving movie in The Grudge. Yeah. 
And then, like, Train to Busan just, like, slaps. Like, it's high adrenaline the whole time. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to watch it, man. If, if I knew you were talking about it today, I would have definitely just paid the however many dollars so we could talk about it. Well, that's that's why I'm here right now for you, Jackson. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Train to Busan, you know, when it comes to zombie movies, there's slow zombies and there's fast as hell zombies. And mm-hmm. the fast as hell are zombies, they, they really do it for me. And boy, are they fast <sighs> in this one. Um, That's scary, man. I don't know if I could handle the fast ones. It is the slow terrifying. ones, terrifying. And um, and yeah, I just wanted to. So this is kind of me fudging the rankings a little bit, but Asian horror in general. And I just wanted to pick two of my favorites because they're both very intense. One is very scary, and one is just like adrenaline, heart pounding. So you get all the feels there. So so yes, Juon the Grudge, the Grudge uh, from Japan, Train to Busan from South Korea. Check them out if you haven't seen them. Good stuff. I thought for a second you were going to say Battle Royale. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. But I know what you're talking it, about like it directly inspired like The Hunger Games, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just about a, like a group of students who have to kill each other. You know, classic classic Hunger Games style, but like a little different. We but, love yeah. it. Shout out. Uh, I'm already forgetting who the author of Hunger Games is, uh, but she's an IU grad. Uh. Oh yeah, Suzanne yeah, Collins. You always bring that up. I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like to shout out my <laughs> IU alum always. Anyway, this episode's brought to you by Jared Fogel. Um, IU I, alum. I was just about to, <laughs> to bring. I was like, oh, always, always, always. You shout out. Always really? like to, to like to heighten up my kings. Um, Me no. and you were both in the same room with him during uh, Who's Your Hysteria at true. one point, weren't we? Yep, this is true. I have <laughs> this a, is a weird fact. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I have a signed uh, Subway napkin from him, guys. No. Um, <laughs> no. Do you still? Oh, yeah. I'm not getting rid of that. That could be worth <laughs> millions someday. That's so funny. I'm going to sell that to oh, a museum. Man. Um, what a weirdo monster. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can't believe we got to Jared Fogel off of uh, Train to My Busan. Bad. But I love them. <laughs> I love our digressions always, Jackson. Um, yeah, that's my number five. That's my number five. There. Cool. Throwing it to you for uh-huh. your number five, sir. My number five, I picked a lot of just, like, dramas. Um, Love that. That I thought were really good. And the one that I wanted to pick for number five is a little movie called Lion. Oh, I have seen Lion. And I have to say. It's so good. I have to say, like, I have a short list of movies that I, I'm just going to mention at the end, honorable mentions. And I completely uh-huh. forgot to write this one down. Yeah, so. Lion's, like, amazing. Uh, for those who don't know. It's basically about this guy named uh, the actor. His name is uh, Dev Patel, a king who is just a king. And upon researching him, like minutes before the show, we have the same birthday, which is really Holy cool. Holy cow! Yeah, happy, shout out! Happy birthday! Happy whenever birthday. that is. <laughs> um, but basically, it's just about. It's a movie about. It's a true story too, uh, from my understanding. Mm-hmm about a young child in India who gets on a train, like, and he gets lost, and then he ends up thousand, thousands of miles away from, like, his small little, like, village in India. Yeah. And he gets put into an adoption center, and he gets adopted, not to the U.S., I don't think, but, like, somewhere in Europe, I think. And it's just about him dealing with, like, almost, like, PTSD of, like, trying to figure out, like, his past life and like where he comes from. And it's just like a really cool movie about self discovery and like finding his roots, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. That's, I think, I think it's an Australian family. I think, isn't it? It's Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah. Right? That, ma- that might Kidman make sense. Mom? And I know she's yes. Australian. Yeah. 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 
You're yeah. right. I always mix up uh, the Brits and the Aussies. Well, you know. Their voices sound too similar to me. One was a jail state, so. That's true. <laughs> People forget that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lion is, I haven't watched Lion in a lot. I watched Lion on a plane once. That's where I remember. So yeah. That's, That's my, a weird movie to watch on a plane. Was y- it good? You know, I just uh, I just did. I don't know why I did, but I did. <laughs> I love it. That's good. I think but it was yeah. nominated Lion for Best is Picture. is my number five. Sweet. It was, yeah. It was. I think he was, too. For, uh, not for Best Picture, but... Uh, uh, he was. I just actor? looked it up. He was. Yeah. Best Actor. Oh, Best good Actor in a Supporting Role. Interesting. Dev Patel. Wait, how? How? <laughs> Uh, okay, he's definitely the only main character in that movie. Is it but, maybe because, uh, like, sure. is it kind of told in flashbacks a little bit? Maybe that's why they fudged it that way? Not enough. Not enough. But I don't think. Maybe it was because, because I don't know who was nominated huh. for Best Actor in 2016, but maybe he was like, we have no shot at all, so let's run maybe, you in supporting. Yeah. I don't know who that that's was. Really, that's really strange. Awards are weird. But yeah, Dev, Dev Patel gave a really good performance, and it's just a cool movie. Awards. That makes you cry a lot. I cried a lot watching it, at least. Oh, I can tell you, it probably they probably ran him in supporting because Casey Affleck. This was Manchester by the Sea year, so <sighs> I think gotcha. he was kind of a lock for that. So, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, okay, that's fair. Shout out Dev Patel, we love you. Shout out, Lion. Happy birthday, whenever it is. April twenty third. I knew that. I just gave out my birthday. Oops. Oops. Uh, oh well. Sweet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my number four um, is me kind of fudging it again. Um, I want to talk about maybe one. Uh, mine's kind of talking about a director here, um, but one particular movie by this director. Okay. Um, but I want to talk about Ang Lee for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I Are you going to talk about the Hulk? Absolutely not. <laughs> Ang Lee's Hulk. Ang that Lee's Hulk. Wild. Um, Ang Lee is <laughs> that movie is really very strange. Um, there's some good parts in there, but not enough to save that movie. But um, anyway, Ang Lee is a a Taiwanese director. I think he's from Taiwan. Um, mm-hmm. But he is a very interesting Asian director. Just in the fact that yes, he does Asian stories and he has a very popular one that which is what I want to discuss. But like, my dude just runs the gauntlet. He does like, he did like Sense and Sensibility. He directed the Hulk, as you we said, um, Life of Pi, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Like, wait, he, wait, Ang Lee did Brokeback. Wait, I did yeah. not know that. So like, wait, he, really? He does like everything. Did he also do the Gemini Man? Yeah, he did Gemini Man or Gemini Man. <laughs> As we like to call Jamini man. Um, oh man! But yeah, like what he a, just like king. he has like his foot in every like genre of film. Um, but the one I want to talk about is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, specifically. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a it's a Chinese film, um, and it's about a young Chinese warrior who steals a sword from a from a famed swordsman. And then, like, escapes into a world of romantic adventure with a mysterious man in the frontier of the nation. That's the plot on IMDb that I just read for you. Ooh. Um, but this was, like, if you ever saw, like, the parodies of people, like, jumping around and, like, flying, fighting, like, just hovering in the air, fighting. That's where this comes from. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, so, the action in this is, like, so, so good. And I think he won his Oscar for this 
for this or he was nominated for best director for this movie but crouching tiger hidden dragon is such an action-packed kind of a kind of a fight swords movie and it's just really well done the filmmaking is well done and the choreography specifically is really really cool the fighting is amazing so if you're ever in for a good little action movie um, with some good heart in there as well. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and my King Ang Lee, who, <laughs> who made Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> That's I did not realize he did good movies too. Like not to hate on him, I just <laughs> know him from the Hulk and Gemini Man. So actually, shout out to him. He makes some really insane movies. Life of Pi is really good yeah, too. Yeah, shout out to he's a two-time um, Oscar winner. So good for him. That's crazy! Wow, what a strange catalog that guy has shout out he has his if you want to know his oscars are for directing for both brokeback mountain and life of pi that's where he got his oscars okay wow there you go huh he became the first asian to win the academy award for best director for brokeback cool so that's pretty neat so yeah ang lee well done buddy gemini man is a movie gemini man yeet yeet (laughs) All right. All right. Number uh, my number four is also a story that takes place in China. It is called In the Mood for Love. Ooh. Have you ever seen this movie, Carter? This has been on my watch list for so long. But it's no, pretty I'm good. Um, it takes place in um, in Hong Kong during 1962. Okay. Um, and it's just like a really... I don't know. It's just like a movie about these two like couples that move into this apartment building next to each other mm-hmm. and their spouses, like the, the husband and the wife of each partner are just like away for a while. So the husband of one couple and the wife of one, another couple just like start talking and like being friendly and stuff and maybe flirting a little bit. Mm. And in doing so, they realize that their spouses are actually cheating on each, uh, cheating on them with <gasps> each other. Oh, um, they're cucks. And it's just, <laughs> it's just about these two, like trying to like find companionship and like them falling in love too. And like the camera work in this is like insane. Oh, we love because like work. the camera is placed in like these little secret little spots to make it feel like this is a very private relationship that like we're getting to spy in on. And it's very fascinating. That's smart. Um, and they have these really intimate dinners where they're pretending to be like, like where like the woman she'll pretend to be the man's wife or like vice versa. Like they just like try to fit in these roles Hmm. or like, and they just discuss like, what do you think they're doing right now? And it's just like really interesting. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a really cool story that uh, I recommend checking out. Yeah, in the mood for love. I love it. Is my number four. That has been on my watch list for some time, and I just have not gotten to it. So that's great. It's interesting. It's it's definitely worth watching, if you Incredible. if you like uh, interesting love stories for sure. I do like interesting love stories. Wow! Yay! Then check it out. Wonderful. What's your number three, Carter? My number three is me fudging it again. This is my fudge list here. Um, but my number three is over an overall, um, studio Ghibli. So, um, my number three is also studio Ghibli. Incredible. What is it? (laughs) Uh, spirited away. Okay. Incredible. We can have a, we can have a joint conversation here about studio. Ghibli. Cool. Let's do it. 
Um, so Studio Ghibli is a Japanese animation studio. Um, our King Miyazaki um, mm-hmm. kind of is the whole the whole leader of this ship. Um, but these are movies such as Jackson said, like Spirited Away, um, Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. My Neighbor Totoro, uh, Princess Mononoke. Ponyo. Ponyo, yeah. And um, Grave of the Fireflies, which is was my intro into Studio Ghibli, believe it or not, which is kind of weird. But... Um, but yeah, I like. I think Studio Ghibli was Pixar before Pixar was Pixar, and I think they really like paved the way of being like, yeah, they tell these lighthearted stories, um, yeah. but also some of them are like really dark and deep and violent. Mm-hmm. Princess Mononoke. I don't know if you've seen that. People's I've not seen that people's one. heads get chopped off in that movie. Dang. Um, there's a lot. It's like a lot of gruesome stuff and. Hmm. Um, and I just have a great deal of respect. The art, like the animation is beautiful in these movies it's insane. and like spirited away. <laughs> it's it's really just like cool. such a vibe. Um, but grave of the fireflies in particular, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was, I haven't seen that one. It was like the, one of the first it's studio Ghibli movies. It's not a Miyazaki movie, but it has the, the studio Ghibli, uh, mon- monocle to it or, well, I don't know, mm-hmm. moniker. Um, but it's literally about, it's an animated movie, and it's about a young boy and his little sister struggling to survive in Japan during World War II. And oh, wow. It's a lot for an animated movie. And, like, it's, like, incredible, incredibly sad. Like, I was crying. So I huh. just have to give a shout-out to very powerful animated movies that, one are for kids, yes, but like adults can get something out for of it. For everyone too. It's for everyone. Yeah. So really before Pixar took off, like Studio Ghibli did it first, gang. Um, Didn't Studio Ghibli release a new movie? Like it came out on Netflix or something? They did. It's like 3D this, animated. This year, yeah. Ear like Earwig and the Witch, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but it like looks pretty interesting. It is 3D animation. It's very different. Like all Studio Ghibli films have been 2D up to this point. Yeah, at least I, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't know if I love the 3D look to it, but like I'm definitely like curious enough to check it out. You know. Yeah, I I'll check out any Studio Ghibli thing, but but yeah, if you want to go off on Spirited Away for a second, I I that movie is such oh, yeah. a vibe. I love that movie. I just love it. Um, it's really pretty. The voice cast is just, like, a bunch of familiars. Like, if you've watched any, like, cartoon, like, you, you can recognize most of the voice cast, yeah. cast which is fun. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, it really is just a vibe, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like, the whole, like, ducks in the little spa getting <laughs> washed and, like, the cool little ghost that just eats everything. Like, there's just so many fun little, like, things in it yeah. that are that are just like so like magical like i've never it like remind when i because i watched it this within this past year Mm. um was the first time i checked it out and like watching it felt like you said like you compared it to pixar and i definitely agree like you are in a world yeah so different than what you're used to watching and you feel so immersed and like you already like you get the rules pretty fast and you're like wow this is like this feels magical um in a way that makes me want like a, a Ghibli, a, a Studio Ghibli uh, 
theme park or something like that. Like that would be really cool. Is there not one? There should be one if there's not. There should be. I don't know if there is. There may be one, but like that would be sick. You know. I would go. But yeah, that would too. But yeah, it'd be fun. Vibes. The vibes of these movies are immaculate. There's just all these cute little things, and it's the little like sprites, like the little sulfur sprites things. Those Mm -hmm. guys are cute. Gosh, I love it. (laughs) Incredible. I'm glad our number three's lined up. Wonderful. Yeah, I know that's fun. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so that was your number three. Oh, so we're my number mm-hmm. two now, huh? Yeah. Wonderful. Um, my number two um, is again talking about a director, um, but three movies that I've seen of theirs that are like stellar. And this is our boy Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> Heard Ooh, of him? Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was me being a jerk. Um, <laughs> Akira Kurosawa, guys, if you don't know, um, he has since passed, ripped to our king, but, Rip. um, he is a Japanese director, um, and he, like, made incredible, like, samurai movies is one thing, how people know him, but he also made some very moving dramas that just happen to be subtitled, so people tend to ignore those, but... Boy, these movies are great. And the three I want to discuss or just mention are Seven Samurai, mm-hmm. um, which basically is, um, if you've seen any movie where a gang teams up any to Western. do a mission, or any Western, <laughs> yeah. if you've seen The Magnificent Seven, which is just mm-hmm. a, a Western version of Seven Samurai, like Seven Samurai laid the blueprint for all of those narratives. in Every single thing. Every single <laughs> thing. So... Everything there, Sam and Samurai, like George Lucas said, like he got so much of his inspiration for Star Wars from Seven Samurai. So, and it's really easy to see there. So, Seven Samurai is great. Um, Ikiru, which is kind of more on the drama side, um, Mm -hmm. is this really fascinating drama um, about this guy who tries to find the meaning of his life after he discovers he has terminal cancer. And Whew. it's a it's heavy. a heavy movie, um, but so like so intriguing and so fascinating to and a lot of like a lot of what Kurosawa does is he really gets existential on you and really just makes you think like, what the heck? I'm watching a samurai movie. You're talking to me about the meaning of life. What's going on? Um, and then Rashomon is is the other one that I wanted mm-hmm. to yeah. that I wanted to shout out. Because Rashomon is also kind of a samurai movie, but it's also about like this murder trial of this rape. Um, Wait, really? It's about the rape of this this bride, and the murder of her samurai husband are all recalled and like told from different perspectives of everyone Whoa. that was there, like the guy, the rapist, the the bride, the the all these other characters like the the ghost of the samurai <laughs> shows up and gives oh. his perspective <laughs> okay very cool. very interesting stuff and then at the end they really just tackle you with hard-hitting questions so kurosawa movies guys they're old yes they're from the 50s the 60s but they're really a fascinating watch if you if yeah. you can get past as we say the subtitles and they're in black and white if you get past that you can find some very meaningful stories mm-hmm. so Kurosawa, what a guy. That's me, number two. Nice. I love it. You're number two, sir. Uh, My number two is a very recent one. I think it 
came out, I guess this was last year, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Chinese story, and it is called The Farewell. Oh, baby, yes. Have you seen this? This is a great movie. Yes. It's a great movie. Um, it's it's a story about a... Uh, uh, hmm, how do I even describe this? It's basically about a family mm-hmm. who was once originally like from China they immigrated to the United States and like they they were they grew up in in the United States. Yep. And they go back to China because um the main char- Aquafina is the main character I should mention. She's like amazing in this. Yeah, she is. She's insanely good. Um her grandma is like terminally ill from cancer and mm-hmm. basically has like maybe a couple months to live. Like it's not for certain, but it's like basically like yeah, she's she's going to die. Yeah. However, sh- the grandma does not know this, and they tell they tell the grandma that they're all visiting because um, Aquafina ca- Aquafina's character, her um, cousin, is like getting fake married so that they can all like come up with an excuse to like <laughs> yeah. come together and like secretly say goodbye to her. And she and like I said, like she does not know she has stage four. Uh, lung cancer she right. just thinks like that it's a wedding and it's very interesting um yeah i don't know it's so wild just talk like just like the conversations of like should we tell her yes no and it's like just like well in this culture like this is pretty typical actually like yeah. this isn't like too uncommon yeah. which is was really fascinating to me and i had no idea um i don't know it's just like a really sweet family story surrounded by some like pretty like from our view at least some pretty dark ideas yeah definitely um, yeah and it's just yeah it was really good and really insightful and i enjoyed it yeah the cultural stuff there is is mm-hmm. is very fascinating because the aquafina it's really cool how aquafina is like our lens into it but she's also of chinese descent and she's like yeah. the one trying to level like she was, out yeah she was six when she left yeah when her character left so um yeah, yeah, I don't know. It it's a wild, wild story that was just like really beautifully told. Yeah, and uh, she should have gotten an Oscar for it. Looking back, like she was great. Yeah, she this was an insane a, performance. I think she, I think she won the Golden Globe that year. Aquafina okay. did, but yeah, she didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. Um, so tough looks there. And Lulu Wang, That's a shame, is the was the director. Just wanted to throw that mm-hmm. out there. But yeah, 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 great story. Um, so good. Aquafina, what a queen. Um, beautiful. So, our number ones, Jackson, I'm going to assume might be the same. Yes. Um, I think so. <laughs> so, I think we've talked about this movie a little bit before um, mm-hmm. on one of our Oscars retrospective episodes. Um, but I don't think we can speak enough about Parasite. Yeah. Yep. Parasite. <laughs> Well done. It's insane. <laughs> Isn't it great how when we do these it's lists, so we great. always land on the same number one somehow? Yeah. We, we we always get pretty good with that stuff. Parasite's just like, I don't know. It, for me, what I think is so important about it is I really do think this was one of the, uh, like, one of the movies that allowed people to finally check out uh, international movies. films. Yeah. Oh yeah, just international, um, in which general. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like subtitles 
are hard for a lot of people, unfortunately. Right. Uh, and they, they miss out on some amazing stuff, which is a bummer. And um, I guess, like, this and all these movies, honestly, um, are just really good, like, gateway films into, like, literally, like, limitless stories that we just haven't even heard that are literally, like, some of the source inspirations for some of our favorite right. Western movies, which are really important mm-hmm. to look at. Um, even, like, I mean, I guess we, to go back a little bit, we talked about, like, the like spirited away and stuff like those are more Americanized uh, yeah. Japanese animation. Definitely. But at the same time, like those are huge gateways into like anime style, which is like definitely not the typical appeal to like Western culture as much, mm-hmm. um, but definitely worth checking out. So like all this stuff is like just really good gateways into that. But yeah, Parasite. Oh God. I love Parasite. It's just so good. I saw it's so good. I saw a tweet <laughs> yesterday. I think literally yesterday, someone just tweeted that still from the movie. Yes. Uh, did you see this too? The still yes, of, about how it's like one of the scariest frames yes. of of, of a, any recent horror movie. Yes. And it's like oh, the so guy true. peeking his little eyes above the stairwell. Mm-hmm. At the kid. Oh my gosh, guys! If you haven't Chills. seen Parasite, I, you gotta go watch it, guys. It's yeah. Do we want to like give the little synopsis for it? <laughs> yeah, I guess? I guess we should stop. We're just uh, talking about it <laughs> just stop going oh my god parasite we can we can give a little <laughs> brief synopsis of it um parasite um directed by our boy bong joon ho um mm-hmm. of south korean descent uh south korean film um this movie is about this family would you call them like i don't know con artists what would you call their the family i would call them uh poor and desperate for yes. money like okay. yes like yeah it's insane so they, it's this, they, i mean they yeah. they pull off a good con like yeah it's yeah but yeah they are like ultimately just like a, a really good representation of like the lower class you yes know? so it's kind of about that perspective it's this family who's poor this lower class family who tries to con this wealthy family to mm-hmm. just earn money from them by doing a bunch of odd jobs for them, like being a tutor, being a driver, and they all pretend to not be related to each other. Um, yeah, th- so to- it starts off with, like, the tutor, the brother getting hired, and then, yeah. like, slowly learns, like, of, like, all these other needs and, like, recommends, like, friends or, like, people they know, but it really it's just, like, family members. Right. And then in doing so, they get to, like, basically just live in this really nice house and get yes. paid to and do all then, this stuff and it's really and they're like secretly related and yeah. it's pretty interesting and then one night things just go off the rails um yeah <laughs> without spoiling it it gets incredibly it, it really gets pretty crazy is a 360 out of i guess 360 is back to where you were it's a 180 out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> um, um it's a really good commentary on just like class relations that i think anybody could get something out of yep um Except for Chrissy Teigen, who like talked about how much she loved it and like completely missed the point. Um, she's, didn't uh, didn't Elon Musk tweet the same thing? Was like Parasite was my favorite movie. Like I wonder what he liked about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the Chrissy Teigen thing was especially funny because she used. I guess she deleted her Twitter account because she got oh. too much hate. Anyways, boohoo, poor Sorry. Chrissy Teigen. Um, I'm rich. Ooh. <laughs> but she would like tweet stuff about how like uh her dog pooped on the floor oh and she gosh. was just gonna like pretend that he did it in the morning and like pretend to clean it up when the maid gets there and just have the maid clean it up instead and it's like ugh, 
Oh, gosh. Why would you, like, do that? Uh, and why would you publicly tweet that information out to millions of followers? That's really weird. Oh, Chrissy. <laughs> yikes. Major oh, yikes. Chrissy. Um, yeah, she loves Parasite. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, Parasite, a, a great movie, everyone. Check it out. It's a Best Picture winner. Did you hear? Um, it's also it won other stuff, too. What else yeah, did it win? Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best International Film. Uh, maybe, Did it win editing? Maybe editing, maybe production design, because that house is dick. Um, and what's wild about it too is that like most of it's like on the outside, a lot of it's CG. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Which is crazy. That like the effects and the editing for this movie are really impressive, yeah. and like in ways that like no one would expect it, like or like yeah, no one really like would expect it. Like oh, I have high standards for this to have good effects, but it does. So. Yeah. You know. Incredible stuff for Parasite, everyone. It's like a so good. it's a mix of like every genre too, which makes it so fun and watchable and different. Um yeah. Do you want to shout out Snowpiercer or anything like that while we're talking about Bong? Yeah, I was gonna say, um yeah, he Bong Jun Ho also did uh oh god, what was that one with the hippo Okja. Okja, yeah. Which I haven't seen, but that's like either. apparently a really good uh commentary on like um Food, oh gosh um, yeah like rights. the food industry yeah. and like how we like like i don't know the way we treat animals and like just slaughter them and stuff it's pretty fascinating and then uh yeah he he directed snowpiercer which, which is, is a, a chris evans movie which is really good and it's also about class struggle and stuff which was pretty fascinating yeah. Have which also that got turned into a series which i have not checked out i've heard either. is good starring my guy david diggs um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really. I know a lot of people love him. Yeah. So, um, I don't, have you seen the host? I, I want to check that out too. But it's one of his first movies. I have not. But I've not seen the host. I want Parasite and the host. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, isn't it? I think the host yeah, is like, about <laughs> like. Um, uh, what is it about? It's from 2008, is what I remember. I always. Is it weird that I just always remember the. Uh, that is especially weird. That's like oh, the weirdest thing to remember of all the things It's 2006. I got it wrong. Dang oh, wow. It. Never mind. You're a fool. I'm a failure. Actually, you do usually get it really anyway. effectively. And it's kind but of yeah, weird. it's about... I want to just read you the IMDb <laughs> synopsis because it sounds so Go for interesting. It. A monster emerges from Seoul's Han River and begins attacking people. One victim's loving family does what it can to rescue her from its clutches. So... It seems huh. like a kind of a like a monster movie, but like they cool. I bet there's some family ties, some heartfelt stuff in there. So I like it. Yeah. So uh, that's our top five, son huh, Jackson. Yeah, I think we we nailed a lot of I some cool so. stuff. I got you, some more modern stuff. You got some historical genre stuff that are that is important to check out. And I have yeah, a. Uh, I think it was pretty well rounded. I have a list of a few honorable mentions if we want to just breeze through. Them oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go end, for it. To end us off, we covered most of them actually. Um, we talked about Minari and the farewell. Um, Going to shout out Crazy Rich Asians. Um, yeah, seem to be. Uh, it's not my. You know, rom coms for me are hit or miss. Um, mm-hmm. This one was pretty good. Um, it's a beautiful movie. Also, like the stuff, like visually, it's great. I think it's a good movie. Um, I just did not. It came out right after Black Panther. I remember, and yeah. people like the just like the cultural hype was like, yeah, one, it was one of those again, which was cool to see. It was very cool, yeah. A cultural, a very cool cultural story. 
Um, so shout out to that. Um, <laughs> Mulan, I guess. Um, Which one? Oh, Tread not the, carefully. Oh God, not the new one. God. Um, <laughs> old Mulan. 1998 Mulan. Um, yeah, that one's good. Good stuff. Good stuff there. 2020 Mulan. Die on a fire. Um, yeah. Um, Godzilla. We didn't really mention Godzilla at all. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, the, the historical context is really fascinating with those movies. Yeah, because it's like about post-nuclear dealings in Japan, like how they mm-hmm. dealt with that. And and it just happens to be a monster there as well. But check out the original Godzilla, guys, on HBO Max if you want. Before you watch uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, go, go back to your roots. <laughs> um... Um, I don't know. Does Big Hero Six fit in this realm? A little bit. Yes and sure. no. I think but... I think so. I think it has a sort of. I mean, it's like a fictional story. I mean, it's not really based in anything, but it has a really cool like immersive world. Yeah. And it has a really cool like Japanese American characters, which I really liked, and they were really fun. That movie's great. Sanford, what's it called? Sanford Tokyo. What? Yeah, Sanford Tokyo. Yeah. Should we talk about San Francisco again or no? You hate it. I love it. <laughs> and I think that San Fran Tokyo is even cooler. Oh, I agree because it's not San Francisco. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's start a GoFundMe right. now. Take Jackson and Carter to San Francisco to redeem myself. So Yes, please. That'd be fun. Venmo <laughs> us. Take us to San Francisco. Um, actually, honestly, that's pretty much it. The rest like are just not good. Um, so I don't know. You want to talk about rush what? hour? <laughs> rush <Uh-oh>. hour? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other movies that like we haven't touched on. I wouldn't say they're not good. Well, I, the, the ones I'm just thinking of that I just didn't write down. Um, oh, okay. Like, I didn't write down. <laughs> I was though. like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. Like karate um, kid three. I didn't write down. So stuff. I mean, like that's that. fair. I also wouldn't really count that to be, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of. <laughs> A bunch of Asian Asian movies out there, principal cast, directed all what's nots. But we gave you the best of the best, I think, for, from what we've I seen. I think we, we nailed a lot of important ones. What's wild to me is, to be honest, besides, like, of the, like, ones that we've mentioned, I don't think I watched a predominantly, like, Asian cast or, like, just, like, Asian story in general until I got to college, which is pretty wild. I would agree, I think, um, with myself. To yeah. assume. Yeah, and there's so much. Like, there's so much, like, Eastern, like, cinema that, like, people haven't checked out that's insanely good and influential and important. Oh, yeah. That, like, yeah, I literally did not see until I was, you know, 20, which is kind of stupid. Well, but. it's – honestly, some of this stuff was just hard to find also, which is – which speaks to some of the issues there, but like literally most of this stuff, like I didn't watch until like quarantine this year. Like I didn't see yeah. any Kurosawa movies until two years ago. So mm-hmm. it, it was a very, uh, very educational quarantine for me. So, yeah. So, you know, everyone check that out. We can end it. Ooh, can we end it on a good little Bong Joon-ho Bong? Oh my gosh. Bong Joon-ho quote that I got for us. Oh yeah. Hit me with it. Okay, hopefully I can read pretty good. I did not do a good job Uh speaking just there. So, (laughs) (laughs) quote, once you overcome the one-inch tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. I think that's a good little quote that we could all internalize. And and, tell uh, me. 
tell me his Jeez. name one more time to redeem yourself. Bong Joon Ho. Let's go. Well done. I, he's great. He is. Oh, he makes me so happy. He's great. He's he's just like a, a cool, happy guy. He is. I can't wait for his next project. But yeah, everyone, check out Asian stories. Check out Asian directors. Check out Asian films. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right. Woohoo! Woohoo! Well, Jackson, should we move on to our la- our next segment? Yes, let's. Let's move on to The List is Life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. So, Jackson, should I should we go cold turkey or should we should we pick uh, an Asian inspired movie and just see what number it is? Or do you want to just pick a random number? What do you think? Hmm. Should we keep on theme? Sure. Let's stay let's, on let's, theme. I'm, I'm just curious. Where is Parasite on your list? I'm glad you asked, Jackson. Parasite is ready for it. Yes. Number 32. Wow. I mean, totally fitting of a, of a place, but I did not expect it to, like, I don't know why I didn't expect it to be in a double digit number. We just Pretty, haven't had those. No, recently. we haven't. We, I think the last one we did was, uh, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Wow. A few good men <laughs> was what okay, the okay. last one. Yeah. Cause I just saw it right there. Um, but yeah, Parasite 32 guys, it really is that good. It's not overhyped. I promise you it's not overhyped. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> See for yourself. Um, lovely. Parasite. Uh, check it out. Is it still on Hulu? That's where it was last time. Yeah, I saw. it's still on Hulu. Yeah, it is. Cool. Love that for them. Um, yeah. Do you want to, I guess we can use this to like maybe plug where the other movies are that we watched or like have seen if we remember. Oh, sure. Yeah. Of our head. Um, um, the Trey. Farewell is on Amazon Prime if you want to check that out, which is cool. All so. of the uh, Kurosawa movies are on HBO Max. Um, Same with Studio Ghibli. Yep. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I believe, is on HBO Max. It was mm-hmm. at one point. Um, uh, I don't know where Hulk is, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> It's buried somewhere it's buried where somewhere. nobody will watch it. Is that the that movie had Hulk dogs? Do you remember that? I do remember Hulk dogs. Yeah, is that there was the dogs one... that were like Hulk. That's Eric Bana Hulk, right? That's not, yes. Uh, yep. That's not Edward Norton. That's the Incredible. Nope, not Hulk. Edward Norton. Got yep. it. Wonderful. And he like <laughs> the Hulk in uh, in this one is like really green. You know what I mean? Like Yo, just he's like green. really really green for some reason. Is it's a weird movie, but movie. I don't even remember. Couldn't I couldn't tell you. Barely remember that movie. <laughs> I just remember watching it as a kid and thinking the Hulk dogs were pretty scary. But yeah. Oh, Sam Elliott's <laughs> in it. Nice. Is he um Ross? He I is. Think? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, I guess. Cool. That's a good casting, actually. I like that. How do you but. like Jennifer Connolly as Betty Ross? I don't hate that. That's fine. Cool. Do you How hate about, that? Uh Nick Nolte as father. <laughs> Nick Nolte. Oh wait, is Nick Nolte uh wait. Is that the guy from like Shaun of the Dead? No, that's Nick Frost. That's Nick Frost. Who's Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte is uh, an older actor. Um he's in like um what would you know him from? Have you seen Warrior? No. Um Let me just seen... Google this man. Yeah, just look him up. Um uh, he he voices the bear in Over the Hedge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, uh, yeah, that helps. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. this guy. Oh, he's in Zookeeper. I know that's your 
that's your bread and butter. Um, yeah. Yep. Cool. He's in a walk in the woods. Yeah, that book's yeah. awesome. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I think cool. that's all of the the movie. I don't think The Grudge is available anywhere off the top of my head, but um, but yeah, Train to Busan was on Netflix. Sounds like you have to pay for it now. So sorry. Yeah, I think it but, just got taken off, which is a bummer. That feels like always the way it is. You know, as soon as you finally get around to being able to watch it, it's not there anymore. You're like, oops, Icarus. So, it happens. Wonderful. Should I? Enderman. Uh, Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, should I tell you where Hulk is on my list? But I don't want to do that, so we're not gonna do please, that. Please wait. <laughs> please tell me. Have you seen? Wait, is that on the list? I guess I don't even know. Actually, I can't even tell you if it is on the list. It might not even be because I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. And if I haven't, then it's not on the list. I don't count it. Okay. What about Gemini Man? Okay. Yeah, we'll do Gemini Man. We'll we'll, we'll <laughs> where's nice Gemini little, Man? We'll get a nice twofer. Um, <laughs> Gemini Man. Where is it? There it is. Gemini Man is 1,423. Um, not great. That's um, two stars. Um, what about, where's Brokeback Mountain? Oh, Brokeback Mountain's high up. We're we just going to do all, we'll do our <laughs> Ang Lee films. Do you think Ang Lee has the highest amount of like difference between his best and worst on your list? Uh, that's an interesting question. Probably. Right. Um, because I can tell you, Brokeback Mountain is 183. So that's really high. That's very drastic. Now for Gemini Man, like you know, it was f- like it was really cool because it was shot in 4K, so it looked mm-hmm. really cool. But uh, the Will Smith Until you young, had to see the action of it. And yeah, the and the young stuff. Will Smith sometimes <laughs> is like, once you realize Pretty that weird. every every one of those mocap scenes where well, it's young Will Smith versus like old Will Smith or just like any young Will Smith, it's in the dark. Just so you can't yeah. tell, you can't look through the seams, and uh, and yeah, the final scene of that movie, he's in the de- in the broad daylight, and he looks like a monster. <laughs> no, so. well, what's weird about it is that like it's not even like the the young Will Smith that we know. It's like an idealized Will, like young yeah. Will Smith, like, it's not like fresh so it's Prince like not really like yeah, it's not really like a familiar face. It's just like yeah. Okay, like this is just a CGI person that like I vaguely have an idea of who yeah. this is. <laughs> Since we're on a tangent here, um, I I just want to. Did you know that that was originally supposed to be Tom Cruise in Gemini Man? No. <laughs> uh, honestly, I like that Will Smith is in it more. Yeah, that like, was honestly. who um, I think Ang Lee like conceptualized the film with. <laughs> he envisioned Tom Cruise in that lead role. Okay, so. You know, there you go. There's your little fun oh, fact God. of the day. <laughs> anyway, Parasite. Um, great movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. You got Parasite, Gemini Man, and Brokeback Mountain out of me this week. Props great. to you. <laughs> Incredible. Should we move on to our last segment, Jackson? I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Ooh, shall I go first? Shall you go first? Go for it. Okay, I will. Um, this week, guys, um, it's out already. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it, um, but it's going to help for next week's episode, perhaps. But I'm going to suggest Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> Everyone nice. out there. I love how we have talked about all these lovely Asian-inspired films, these Asian movies, and I'm just going to Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Um, 
inspired by Godzilla, 1954, great Asian movie. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong is going to be uh, big lizards punching big monkeys. So um, check it out. Should be a fun little romp. And Jackson and I are going to yeah. do a fun battle style. We have episode a fun episode week. planned. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll pitch it now. Um, sure. Go for, for my recommendation. My recommendation is that you go to our Instagram and at roughcut underscore pod. And I am going to provide like a little like throw in suggestions here. And we are going to do maybe like a 16 seed bracket. Wait, not, not six. Wait, 16. Is that right? No. They'll be like seeded like one through eight or so, or one through four, maybe four. Yeah. Four yeah, yeah. quadrants There's of four, like perhaps. No more than. Yeah. 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 Four quadrants yeah. of four, like character V character, but like with a little twist. Yes. So like just, just submit stupid, fun, like little battle royale suggestions to to put up against each other like one for example is like uh that i want to put in as like shrek but like he has an iron man suit versus uh kung fu panda but he can turn invisible like something something stupid like that um gonna be a it doesn't have to be animated characters one of the ones i said was like uh kevin McAllister's brain inside Dwayne the rock johnson's body just just something <laughs> stupid you know just give it make it fun and we'll we'll turn it into a dumb little bracket and then we'll talk about in the next week we're going to talk about maybe some like uh kong versus godzilla or whatever the movie's called it's godzilla and, versus uh, kong jackson okay my bad my bad Gosh. and then uh and then maybe we'll just like give our little takes on how the bracket went and just have some fried conversations that should be fun heck yeah we need yeah. it we need it <laughs> we, we need, need it we need some of that in our lives right now yeah i think so <laughs> sweet do you have anything wow. else you're suggesting or just just that um you're good check out the movies we mentioned you know I oh know. yeah that's good uh, if i had to recommend one check besides parasite check out the farewell it, it's it's really good and really different than what i expected it mm-hmm. to be and uh yeah check Agreed. it out love it well, Jackson, I guess uh, I guess we did it. I think we, we accomplished our goals here. Um, I think so, yeah, too. You, and you already shouted out the Instagram, so so good job there. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, give us a follow there, guys. Uh, message us, DM us, fax us. Um, let us know if you want to come on. Maybe we'll have a little guest on next week to talk about these little brackets. We'll see. Yeah, let's do it. It should be fun. But, yeah, um, this was great. Guys, be a be a vessel to stop Asian hate in your communities. Be an definitely, advocate definitely. for Asian voices. Be a good person. How about that, huh? Don't be a dick. Yeah, let's just. That's good. You know, that should be our motto. Use, use our words wisely too, because your rhetoric can affect people in like really dangerous ways sometimes. So, absolutely, something as simple as uh, changing the way you like changing certain words that you use can actually go a long way. And preventing, you know, stuff like hate crimes or just like general like racist bigotry. So Indeed. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Sweet. That was it. We Thank love you guys. you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We love you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.